Welcome to the Bottle Poppin' Podcast, where Meg and Heather share their love for oils, friendship, and entrepreneurship. Let's get it poppin'. Hey, everyone. This is Meg. Hi there. This is Heather. We are the Bottle Poppin' Podcast. So what bottle are we popping today? Today, we are going to pop open Bergamo. And I feel like, I mean, you smell the citrus right off of the bat, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because it's not a soft citrus in my mind. Boy, a hard citrus. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a sharp citrus. I don't want to say bitter because I don't know that bitter is a smell, but wow. I think even just giving descriptions of these oil scents, we're almost like, you know, there's the wine connoisseurs that can pick mm-hmm. out the subtleties of wine and we're <laughs> making sure we try to describe this as best as possible. What do you, what do you smell? It's so funny because I actually would call it soft. <laughs> oh, wow. I love how different everybody is too. Yeah. Like I think it's a super, like it's not an aggressive citrus. It's a softer citrus smell. But at the end, there's like a note of bitterness is how I smell it. Uh, with my professional end, nose. <laughs> right. I hear you. Mine too. The note at the end smells green to me, huh. which may be my best way of describing that then becomes unripe. Like maybe it smells like how, you know, fresh off of the tree, but not super ripe, I guess. And this does come from the peel, I believe. I don't, yeah. Bergamo peel. Yeah. And it's, so it has a supplements facts box on the side. So this is one that you can use all three ways. You can use it aromatically, topically, and then internally just a quick note. I think this is the one thing I always think about with bergamot using it topically is it is a sun sensitive oil. This one mm-hmm. is big time. So I feel like I only put this oil on diffuser jewelry or the bottoms of my feet or somewhere where the sun is not going to be shining. Yeah. I have a funny story about that. So this is an oil that is in the beautiful blend, Mm. which is a blend that doTERRA doesn't sell very often alone. Like it's a specialty oil blend. It smells beautiful as the name would imply, but they do make a body mist, which is almost like an oil to hydrate your skin that has it in it. And I love it. But a few years ago, it was February because we went to a friend's birthday and his his birthday's in February. And we went to a patio. It was a brunch, but the weather was perfect because it's Dallas and weather is weird here. (laughs) But the weather was perfect to actually sit outside on the patio. And I had one of those sweaters on that has like the cutouts on the shoulder and then like little smaller circles down the arm. And I hadn't really thought about it. I had used my beautiful body mist beforehand and then, you know, got dressed. And (laughs) even though we sat in the shade on this patio, I got a little bit of a sunburn and only in the circles <laughs> from the sweater. So it's like the weirdest looking tan lines burn ever. But yeah, it is definitely photosensitive. Like I said, we were sitting in the shade in February, but that exposed skin with the, the oil mixed in with everything else that's in beautiful blend. Still, I got a little bit burned. So yeah, you definitely want to be <laughs> careful with that. <laughs> Good to know. So I'll stick to my diffuser jewelry just in case then. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe if you, if you love the beautiful mist as much as I do, like maybe just apply to your legs. If you know, you're going to be outside. Yeah. Or torso. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I show my torso all the time. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. This is not one to put on and then put your bathing suit on and go to the beach or pool because that's not a good idea. Yeah. I do love this oil though. And I use this oil a lot, primarily in 
diffuser blends and not even specific diffuser blends. I just feel like it's one that goes well with so many different smells. And it's for me again, because I don't think it's that harsh of a smell. It, it adds like a layer of, of depth for me and doesn't like, it just mixes well with other oils. But I think you looked up a specific diffuser blend, right? Yeah. I found one that was called stress less and it had three drops of bergamot, two drops of frankincense and two drops of lavender. And I thought that sounds really nice to stress less. That sounds like that would be a good combination. Yeah, totally. The grounding of the frankincense and then the calmness of lavender. Yeah. That sounds like it would be perfect together. Yeah. And this is one of those oils that is both calming and uplifting at the same time. Mm -hmm. And some fun facts about bergamot. It takes six pounds of the citrus peel to make one 15 ml bottle of oil, which I think is just absolutely amazing. And so uh, bergamot, I don't even know if we have them here in the US. This is sourced from Southern Italy. And I guess it's a cross between almost a lime and a grapefruit. So you know, that's not something that I feel like I'm familiar with from a fruit standpoint. Mm -hmm. But as you say that it is a super popular oil in perfumes, especially like French perfumes. It's a common occurrence in those. So you do have to wonder how they get away with that, with the photosensitive part of it for a perfume. It's not pure. I mean, well, yes, yes. Right. So, okay. Then they're mimicking the scent. It's a Uh scent that they want to be able to mimic. So they come up with some sort of synthetic version of that. Mm -hmm. That won't give you a sunburn, I guess. Right. right. I'll stick with the real stuff. I'll, I'll risk the sunburn and make sure I put it in places that it, uh, (laughs) isn't going to see the light. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing I really love about this oil is the emotional benefits. And you, you touched on this a little bit, but from an emotional standpoint, it's considered the oil of self-acceptance. And so it actually helps you deal with and relieve feelings of despair, self-judgment, and self-esteem. And then it allows you to view life with more optimism, which like, how beautiful is that? So many negative things going on in the world, but still to be able to view the optimism is huge and worth so much. Um, And in another book, it talks specifically about how it helps provide more self-confidence and self-worth. I've also read that it helps with eating disorders, which goes really well with this as well, with the self-worth and self-confidence, because those normally are lacking with people with eating disorders. So to have like those combinations, is just really beautiful. I like that a lot. And I probably have used this most from an aromatic standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. It just smells good. So I can see that self-worth and self-acceptance where it just kind of makes you feel positive while while you can smell it. Um, I've not used this for any cooking recipes. I've seen that you can put it into muffins or drinks and I just haven't. Have you used it internally for any of those cooking recipes? I feel like I have used it once for homemade chocolate. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So my local oily friends all came over. It was around Valentine's Day and we made different types of chocolate infused with oils. And I'm pretty sure bergamot was one of them. And so it was some type of truffle. I mean, I think chocolate automatically makes anything delicious. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this one necessarily being my favorite. Like I love mint and chocolate the most, but I'm pretty sure we did a bergamot one as well. And that would be interesting. But let's also mention, we've talked about this in the past, when you are using 
oils for cooking, Mm -hmm. you definitely don't want to just add the amount of whatever, you know, if it's a tablespoon, yeah, a half (laughs) teaspoon or something, do not add that. In fact, even one drop can be overwhelming and too much. So uh, you've talked in the in the past about taking a toothpick and sticking it into the bottle of oil and swirling it into whatever mm-hmm. you're making. Taste it. You can always add more if you want to. But yeah, even one drop. There's been some oils that even peppermint, I got to be careful with like in coffee and stuff, because sometimes I'll put one drop in and it's like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced that with coffee. (laughs) (laughs) You get it. You're bringing it to your mouth and it isn't like as the peppermint hits your nose, it just like opens it up so much. Yeah. I I like that. Like it gets rid of coffee breath at the same time. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) A two for one. So I just so happen to have balance on my desk here. So I just opened both bottles. So the bergamot and balance. It's a pretty awesome combo. Yeah. That might be going in my diffuser once we're done with this recording. Well, and I've told you how much I like balance with citrus oil. So this seems like that would be a good fit for that as well. Uh huh. You smelling the two? No, I don't have it beside me, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I thought you were reaching for it. (laughs) I was going to and it's gone. But then I have peppermint right here. So after we were talking about mint and bergamot, I don't know. Uh It says uh, that's not one that comes up as a good pairing. Let's see if I think otherwise it's not it's not bad i don't know that that's my the first thing that i would put together in a diffuser i have definitely done spearmint and bergamot and maybe then some other oils but yeah i don't know i feel like bergamot pairs well with just about everything it does the things that are listed for companion oils all seem to be either other citrus or even floral oils Mm -hmm. but peppermint does not come up on any of them but you know i'm gonna give it a pass i think that it would work You're your own person. You can do what you want. (laughs) And obviously our um, olfactory senses are slightly different from one person to another. So what I like, you might not like. (laughs) Sure, for sure. All right. Well, this has been fun. I feel like I've learned stuff about bergamot just in our conversation. So hopefully our listeners have as well. Yeah. And I actually really like, you know, just even being prepared for whichever podcast we're going to talk about next, because I feel like it allows me to maybe pop open a bottle that I don't use as frequently and Mm -hmm. put it in the diffuser and kind of play around with it a little bit more, which I like to be able to use oils that I don't use as frequently. Yeah, for sure. Me too. One of the side benefits we're getting from this. So hopefully our, our listeners are as well. Yes, we encourage you to, uh, if you have this sitting around and you haven't opened it in a while and we're talking about a certain oil that you know you have, I would encourage you to get it out and try it the couple of ways that we've been talking about. Yeah. Also, we have the Bottle Poppin' Podcast on Instagram and you can at any time go on and comment on those photos. We always do a photo or some type of post about the oils we're talking about today. So feel free to share your favorite way to use it on those posts as well. Great idea. Yeah. All right, everyone. So I hope you've learned something new and enjoyed your time with us today. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, you can follow these bottle popping ladies at bottlepoppinpodcast.com. Tune in next week to learn about what bottle we're popping. Until next time, take care. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease.